Are there tax in these woods? You better not be taxing these woods. It's not cool. You can't get taxed in the woods. Nope, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Should we set the scene? Well, we should do the sponsor first. Chips. Wake up with us. We're the Silver Boys Brunch Squad. We're going to brunch together. We're not going to listen to the world. This is my song. Okay. <laughs> Put myself out there. <laughs> Welcome, April 24th, Friday. What's the date? Payday if you're getting paid. It's lay day if you got laid off, which we both did. So, yep, just about. It's not a sore subject anymore because I got unemployment. I am furloughed and so don't have unemployment. This is not brought to you by unemployment. Nope, just halfway. Half our sponsor today is yep. Washington State unemployment website if you're worried about things happening too quickly don't worry they got your back they got your back nice and slow nice and slow and did you think that they were going to update their website they did did you think it was going to help no it didn't so they've they've updated it it the once i think they they started with a website in the late aughts and then the late aughts. I believe probably updated it in about 2012, 2013. Maybe. Maybe. And, and, then, and then just never again. A couple weekends ago. What did they up? Did they actually make an update a couple weekends ago? Uh, <laughs> Maybe. That was crazy. <laughs> did you hear that? Did you hear that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we're sitting outside and then this beautiful, beautiful state we live in. Which really is, I'm like, we're in like, not, you done? Oh, <laughs> we're, we're in like, not the nicest even part of, we're not at like a beautiful park. We're not in like the nicest part of Washington. No, imagine Our state's the, just so beautiful that we can so sit next to a regular, you know, lower income neighborhood and yeah. a cemetery and there's still beautiful trees everywhere Beautiful dogs. Beautiful dogs. We're sitting next to like a bike path. Yep. We'll put a picture up. You can look on Instagram. Silverboys Brunch Squad. Smells good. You can see where we were. I don't hear too much traffic. Nope. I hear no traffic at all. (laughs) Just a (laughs) slight hum that I don't know where it came from. I think it's those. Oh, we're sitting directly underneath power lines. Think it's that? It might be. How many minutes do you think this would take off of our lives? If if what? Oh, just sitting under the power lines? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, if they broke. Um, oh, good question. What I think it it'll called? probably have the opposite effect. and Radon? Radion? It'll, it'll give us a positive boost of electrical radiation to our immune systems. I hope that the tachyons, tachyons. are falling through my DNA and helping me see into the future. They are. But I won't know because it'll seem normal. You'll never know. <laughs> 
I'll just have a weird thought. I'll be like, it's like a Reddit shitty superpowers. I should be like, I should get toothpaste and then I get it. And then I go home and I can't find the old toothpaste. Don't know why, but I knew I needed it. Yeah. Wild. Fucking wild, dude. I'm ready for this superpower. It's going to change your life. A little bit. For the different. A little bit of a time at a time. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So we're sitting like above a cemetery. There's a huge cemetery right in front of us. So we have we finally have an audience. It's about twilight. This is step one towards an audience. Yeah. They're not alive, but there is a lot of them and they're there. Yeah. Whether they like it or not. We're talking to them. Yeah. We're not. To be clear, we're, I want to make it. Ooh, we got a live listener. Hey, Frank, on a bike. How's the bike today, Frank? Sounds sounds smooth. Um, we are not on cemetery grounds. So I want that to be clear. We're not podcasting on top of graves. Yeah, this isn't that kind of a show. But could I throw a football onto the cemetery? Absolutely. Well, I can throw a baseball. I don't know about football. I can throw a football pretty far. I'm not a football thrower. 58 yards is my record. People think I got big hands. They're normal-sized. You have normal-sized hands? Normal-sized hands. Hmm. I have... Normal, I th- yep, probably normal to big. I wear a, a men's extra large golf glove. It's easier to just blame something that I have no control over than to blame the fact that I never really truly didn't try to ever be really good at it. Yeah. yeah, I feel pretty good about the stuff that I'm bad at if I didn't try to be good at it. Yeah, like well, I, I most of the things I enjoy. I asked my sister this question the other day. Actually, would you rather be pretty good at a lot of stuff or amazing at one thing? I don't know, dude, because I think grass is always greener, but also I like to learn to love where I'm at. Yeah. And that sits on two-sevenths two of that side of a fence, you know? Two-sevenths. Because <laughs> I would say I'm a jack-of-all-trades kind of a person. Yeah. I can do a lot of things decently, mm-hmm. but I'm not fantastic at any of them. That's how I feel. I feel a little bit of a jack-of-all-trades. Yeah. By the way, I can't stop doing the math in my head. Two-sevenths is 20... Eight point five percent, right? Uh, let's go to our calculator, Ron. Two divided by seven, Ron. What is it? The answer is point two eight five something. God damn, two eight five. I'm gonna give you one hint on the next. Don't no, I don't want a hint. Okay, the next one is a, a seven. God yeah, two eight five seven one. Yeah, yeah, and then what? Two eight five seven one four. Yeah. Uh, two. Yes. Eight. Yeah, I can go all day. Oh my God. <laughs> this guy does long division, folks, and that is what we're talking about. He's jack of all trades. Now, can he do that quicker than the most best fast math? Absolutely not. Guy. No. No. They, they call him Brian Good at all things, not Brian Great at math division. Brains. Brian okay at many things. Brian okay many. Not, okay. Okay. Not Brian One Excel. Brian, okay, many things is my Indian name. I thought it would be your caveman name. Nope, I went Indian. I don't, is that, that word's okay, right? I mean, I say it. I mean, I, I feel like you have to use it in a negative context for it to be bad. Native American is probably more. That seems worse to me because they didn't call it America. But they, what we did. That was forced upon them. Like Native American is like a label. Well, then I guess you could just do a created by the white man. A better Iroquois accent and then just say, I'm doing an Iroquois accent. Yeah, but I don't know the specifics. What? Does anybody? Nope. That's my Iroquois name. Actually, you know what? I'm going to 
I'm gonna go ahead and play the Native American card because I am a very small amount Native American. My mom is like one eighth or something. Danielle so. says that we're at one eighth, but I thought we were one like sixteenth or less. So I don't know. I think it's worth looking. Do you know into. what percentage one sixteenth is? Fourteen. Six point two five. Six point two five percent. This is a math podcast. I hate it. <laughs> I love math. I don't hate it. I like math. Remember when Katie Heron said she likes math because it's the same in every country? Oh, Katie. <sighs> Katie. What a sweet lady. Katie, sweet lady. I would have just broke up with whoever I was dating at the time to marry Katie Heron. Is there pollen right now falling on your microphone? Is pollen? There... Yeah. I don't know. We'll deal with it later. Well, it's just, you know. A bit, maybe. Got a little bit of like allergy. Sometimes I need to. Me too. I'll be very sniffly by the end of this. This is pollen. I got a little bit of scratch. Here's a cool story about allergies. Yeah. I'm allergic to a lot Gosh, of stuff. We are coming out of the gate hot this episode. Yeah. <laughs> Some maths. Math. Allergies. Yeah. Death. <laughs> Anyways, what's your cool story? Riveting topics. Um, so I'm allergic to like a lot of things. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what I'm allergic to. Not severe. I'm allergic to not interrupting Jay. <laughs> yeah, I'm very bad at that. Um... I finally got an allergy test when I was like 24 to see if I was allergic to cats or dogs. Yeah. Turns out cats, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. There's like a scale. It's like one to nine. The weight of the cat or dog affects the allergens. Yeah. So, like, so many fat cats chill. Little tiny, little tiny, cute little kitties. Skinny little. Skinny little. Oh, my God. Little hungry little skinny kitties. Dude, hachoo, get away. Hachoo, no way. (laughs) No, thank you. I'd rather have a big old fat boss cat that smokes cigars. <laughs> well, that's how cats even gather the pollen onto their furs, by moving around a lot. So a smaller, skinnier cat is going to move through the world a lot more than a fat boss cat. That's true. So it's going to gather a lot more dander and pollen. Yeah, think of it like a queen cat. Onto its fur. Like a queen bee, queen cat, whereas worker cats are right. collecting pollen from me and then transferring my dead dander to other families. Right and ver- right, vice versa. So I'm really I'm just allergic to other dead skin families. Exactly. So the but the queen cats, chill. Queen cat, king cat. Yep. The queen cat. Uh, zing. Has there been a, like a transgendered ruler that was a queen or a king that called themselves a queen? I doubt it. There's an opportunity there for someone someone out there. I don't feel like that has been around long enough for someone to just be like, hey, I'm your leader, and also, guess what? New rule. I'm transgender. New rule. <laughs> yeah, people would be like, what the fuck are you talking about? No, but they would, they would run while they're running for... Well, you don't run for a king. You inherit it. Yeah. That's even better, because then if if it's like you're not choosing the ruler, they're just... Some some king and queen have a transgender kid. I don't know if... And then it becomes the leader and it's the queen. I don't know if better is the right word, but I would say more opportune moment to have that happen. Well, it just doesn't involve... Chances the, are more likely. It doesn't involve the opinion of the people. Right, there's not an election. Right. It's probably like it's probably likely that someone felt that way and just had no idea why. Mm-hmm. But there was also a lot of inbreeding with royalty. Which brings me to back to our original topic. Yeah. My allergies. Yep. <laughs> Definitely allergic to inbreeding. Mm, yeah. High. That's a high nine on the scale, one to nine. Yeah. Um, How do they test you for that but one? But dude, grass, evergreens, 
trees, all of it. <laughs> I went to ear, nose, and throat doctor because I've had issues with my... Before we got started today, we had a discussion via text. I, we were deciding where to do this podcast. One option was on the very top level of a parking garage away from all of the nature. And the other option, Jay said, well, I hung out at this like cool spot by this trail the other day that was pretty good that we could do that there. And I was like, yeah, that sounds good. And then we show up and you're like, I'm allergic to everything around me. <laughs> <laughs> but see, I'm not, it's not like milk where I, I would like to actively avoid Drink it. if you're playing along. So the rest of this story... Mm-hmm. Paints that context. Yeah, I went to the ear, nose, and throat doctor because I was having issues. I've had issues since I was a kid. I had tubes in my ears, I think, twice. Ooh, and I was always snotty and sneezy and just blowing my nose all the time. Yeah, and uh, mainly it's just allergies. And he was like, "So what you can do is either you can, you know, deal with it, and blow your nose, or you can uh, take this topical steroid like Nasacort. Yeah, Flonase. Yeah, and just squirt that up your nose. Something with a cute mascot. Just every day, squirt up your nose every day." And I was like, okay, uh, what's the uh, what's the downside of that? Yeah. He's like, well, it's a steroid, and you're injecting it right <laughs> next to your eyes, so glaucoma is pretty likely. It's <laughs> like, all right, cool. Well, when does that happen? He's like, I don't know, like sixty. So I'm picturing you in the doctor's office in front of a desk, and like there's a l- divider in the middle of the desk, and on one side there's flozacort that will give you glaucoma, and then the other side is just a box of Kleenex. Yeah. So you're like, I'm going to go, I'm going to take the Kleenex. The Kleenex box also had a middle finger on it. Oh, okay. And then the Flozacort had like just tons of happy memories. Yeah. So of course I went with steroids, dude. Okay. <laughs> so you're just going to get glaucoma someday. Yeah. Oh, that sucks. Did. Hopefully you're old enough that you don't care. I would hate to be the other side of that where it's like, oh, it's April? Fuck, can't do shit, guys. Sorry, my eyes are swollen shut. Okay, well, if it's that bad, then. I don't know, it's pretty bad. I was yeah. getting like. That's brutal. Take, I had to take my contacts out daily, which I don't do. Yeah. Everyone knows that. Yep. Leave them in. Leave them in for life. Uh, Eventually, they'll bond to your eyeball. So here's... And you won't need contacts. Another cool part of that story is it's been really dry during this allergy season right now. It sucks so much that allergy season started during this pandemic because mm-hmm. now everyone's like sniffling and coughing and sneezing from allergies and it just makes you look like a fucking monster yeah. if anyone sees you do it. <laughs> exactly. Well, so I was up in my dose, squirting up my nose like two or three times a day. Yep. And I didn't know that it dries your nose out. So for three days in a row, yeah. just randomly, I would just get a fountain of blood, just bloody nose. Oh, God. Just boom. I was like, oh, no. And uh, <laughs> sucks. pretty intense, like a lot of blood. Ugh. Yeah, just right on my face. Kleenex is sounding like a good option at this Three moment. days in a row. So then the solution is stop using that. Right. And like use Vaseline in your nose, but I had to stop using it. So then I'm like afraid to use allergy medicine, but I'm like, oh, my eyes. Did you ever try like a, the middle bowl of porridge, like like some Claritin or something? That's more money. Yeah, but when your choices are can't do anything with your friends outside or glaucoma and bloody noses, well, seems like it might be worth it. If it was any other time of my life where I wasn't forced to not work or play right yeah maybe yeah but it's like oh i wake up and so you're I have talking about just this scenario individually i'm well, saying like in general throughout your life have you ever tried that middle bowl of porridge no oh okay it doesn't sound like a good option i trusted a doctor yeah 
and so far it's worked. It's usually a good plan. I trust doctors pretty implicitly. It's pretty cheap too because they refer it. If they were like, hey, from now on, don't clip your left toenails, or and if you do this, you'll be happier and healthier, I'd stop clipping my left toenails. I don't, I don't know. Like I just trust them. I mean, I do some research. Yeah. That sounds. You gotta be careful with research, though. Yeah. You can find an article to support whatever you want. Well, but I, I don't can find an support. article that explains why exercise is bad for you if I want. Sure. Yeah. So clip your nails. I did. Yeah, boy. Real, real recently, actually. boy. My nails, my toenails grow so fast. I hate it. All my nails too. And they're harder to clip than fingernails. Yeah, I guess my fingernails do too. They just don't bug me as much as my toenails. I don't love clipping my toenails because I think it's... And we wake up and Betty's bleeding. I think they're annoying. Her legs are bleeding every morning. Because you're scratching them. <laughs> what's, what's wrong with your legs? Well, you tried to run up me like a tree last night. Babe, you ruined the sheets. I told you to wear pants if you're going to sleep next to me. <laughs> they, I was wearing jeans. Regular jeans, yeah. I get your you. car hearts on car before hearts. you get in bed. <laughs> And steel toe boots. We talked about it. Plus, you know how I like that. <laughs> I like when how you... lucky that I'm turned on by this necessity. I know, right? I like a girl that wears car hearts to bed. <laughs> mm. I like grabbing a nice firm handful of denim. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> not even denim, like Kevlar. <laughs> Get rid of that definition around that booty girl. She's like, babe, is that your... Is that your boner? No, that's just a there's a dent in your jeans. I can see it. <laughs> Spoking you. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So, uh, should we do the news segment? Sure. What's it going on in that? The news. <laughs> Perfect. I'm glad I edited that in. Um, we got. So we're not allowed to leave our homes, really. Because coronavirus. <sighs> and that was the news segment. I'm Kurt Loader. That's all. <laughs> That's all I got. I just, I just want you guys to know who I am. Kind of a big deal. What happened to Kurt Loader, man? What's he doing nowadays? Are they picking blackberries down there? I hope not. This is not a very cute area to do it. <laughs> this is not nearly cute enough. I hope they're searching for, for Pokemon, actually. They might be. Gotta catch them all. Pokemon. I like the Detective Pikachu film quite a lot. I want there to be another. I want some more films in that universe. Me too. I like that. I think they did a good job showing the Pokemon existing with human peoples. And that is Pretzel Crisps, the everything bagel flavor brought to you by Snack Factory. Yeah, we got them. Two grams of total sugars and a whole lot of crunch. Why is there any sugar? It's completely a savory treat. Well, because we got the everything bagel, man. You yeah. know what's on everything bagel? Sugar. Mm, <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Sometimes cooking doesn't make sense. Sugar in everything. Everything. Look at your spaghetti sauce in your cupboard right now. Sugar, guarantee it. Oh, yeah. There's also, like, cheese in everything. Like, there's spaghetti sauce that just has cheese in it, but it's not, like, four cheese sauce. There's some sort of milk in everything. Dude, I fucking hate it. Yeah. I always look at the ingredients. 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 (laughs) I can't read or spread. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Am I having a stroke? (laughs) That's a nice little one if you are. Um... 
yeah, do you flip the box over and it's like contains wheat, milk, soy. And it's like, but this is a beef jerky stick. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? What are you doing? Why do you got to do that? Well, we marinated in a vat of dairy. First, we took the cow. Don't you mean milk? Nope. We Whatever thought, dairy we can find. We thought, yeah, it's good jerky, but what if we ripped it apart into tiny pieces and then we sprinkled milk on it? <laughs> and then, well, we just went over to the soybean farm and we took a little bit of soybeans and we threw it in there because it, it's nice and mushy. And then we squished it all together and we put it in a little bread pan and we baked it. <laughs> and that's your beef jerky. No, that's a fucking lasagna. I don't know what you're talking about. Yep. But do thanks you think for they putting have, it in stick form for me. Oh, do you think they have... Lasagna sticks? Like a 7-Eleven taquito, but 7-Eleven lasagna stick? Okay, you bring up a great point that I've thought about a lot in the past. Why can't I have a spaghetti burrito? <laughs> <laughs> like, why can't I have portable Italian food that's not pizza? It works so well. It's bread and, like, some tomato sauce and cheese almost every time. I feel like the best you can really only do is, like, a calzone. Yeah, and they're generally huge, and you gotta eat them with utensils on a plate. <sighs> Whoa, spaghetti on a stick. Well, what's it wrapped in then? If it's on a stick. Well, let's say let's say we got like one of these, like lamb shank looking things, like for on a spit. What's that called? Shank. It's like, like like a euro where you shave it off. Yeah. And it's spinning there, getting hot. I mean, I don't picture it being lamb. I like I've seen those with like Listen chicken me. and duck meat, and they're what really good. You ever seen like a euro spot like halal? Yeah, it's like lamb and beef. Oh well, is that what it's called? I don't know. But anyways, it's spinning around. So you take the, like a yeah. meat, a meatball. Yep. And you make it like a corn dog, but instead of corn dog on the round the outside, you put spaghetti noodles. How do they stick? <laughs> you deep fry the whole thing. You gotta batter it if you're gonna get it to. You just keep it spinning. You know what you do? Inertia is you. <laughs> you can't stop it spinning. It's it's like those candies that come with like a fan a on top of them, <laughs> or like a blinking light that spins around. Um, what about spaghettios? Okay. To go. But how do you can like in a in a gogurt pouch? Oh God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sp- Spagogardos. Spagogardos. Um, going back, I think there's still some. <coughs> I think we can rescue your your spaghetti on a stick idea if we next just create a nice dough and wrap it all inside, like Wetzel's pretzels, like a dough dog. You put it. You so you go like a Wetzel dog. Yeah, you wrap the sausage in spaghetti and then you wrap it all in dough, and you make sure the spaghetti has spaghetti sauce on it, of course. Except for the dough is more like a garlic bread. Right, exactly. So you you toast the garlic bread a little bit. So you got garlic bread and then spaghetti meatballs. Will you make this and let me know how it goes? God, it's going to be so disgusting. Do you have a deep fryer, It's just going to be mushy. Do you need to know they don't deep fry that, though? No, yeah, exactly. You got to bake the dough. I don't think you deep fry anything Italian. Except for, like, chicken parmesan and that even. You can just fry it and bake it. What about chicken parm to go? Oh, oh chicken parm is my favorite thing that I don't get to eat anymore. We actually found a pretty good meat substitute for chicken parm that makes me really happy because I love chicken parm. Well, you know how, like, what is it, Taco Bell that does the chicken burrito? Yeah. They make a shell out of, like, a chicken breast? Yeah. Just do that, but with, like, Parmesan and meat sauce. Yep. And then sprinkle noodles in there. 
Yeah, if you want. Yep. Chicken spaghetti noodles. Oh, Hi. That was nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I had to show him who's boss. Yeah, that was very way to, way to share dominance. We should edit these burps out. They're pretty vulgar. I might not. Okay. <laughs> we'll see. We should edit it. Let in. me know in Do the you think comments. We can edit in chairs. Let me know in a review if I did or did not edit that out. Let's edit in chairs. What do you mean edit in chairs? Like post post production chairs. It'll just make it more comfortable. Chair sounds. <laughs> <laughs> or you mean for the for the picture? It's just for me. You know what we should do? We'll take a picture of us like you did last time we were in a park. No. We took a video, but so we'll do a picture of us this time and um I'll post it. We'll post it as a post on the post website, the Instagram one. Postagram. Mm-hmm. And then that's how we'll announce that the episode's up. Like, here's us. Here's the episode's up. Should we get a stranger to take it and then airdrop it to us? And there's contactless photos. <laughs> that's the easiest way. Dude, I'm thinking contactless daily now. Yeah. How do I get gas? Um, by the way, I hope that this is a big boom for Apple Pay. Because if I could see that, oh, like, everywhere. For real, dude. It's, more, it's so much more sanitary. And I never thought about the sanitary side of it until now. But, boy, is it, is it nice when you don't have to touch anything to With pay for Apple stuff. Pay, do you still have to do your PIN, though? On some of them. It's it annoying. It's yeah. the point. I mean, it's still definitely better. I guess. Yeah. Because your phone's already in your hand. You're already Instagramming people. Nope. I put my phone away. I turned my phone off. <laughs> Jay barely uses I, I his phone. I fully respect <laughs> the, the payment, clerk. The payment process. I take my AirPods out at the back of the hey, line. Yeah, no, I yeah. Okay, yeah. I'll call you back. I gotta go. I gotta I gotta yeah, I gotta pay for this at Target. Yeah. I take the Yeah, I am using the self check, but I just I respect it, okay? Bye. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, How you doing? So sorry. Let me first tell you, you look fucking great today. What have you been doing? Dude, Target has Apple Pay finally. It took oh, a really? Oh, really? Oh, man, I fucking they, hated that. They got it. I used to work right next to Target and go get snacks all the time. Yeah. And I'd be like, you guys still don't have it? And they're like, no, but we have the Target app. If you want to sign up for a Target card, you can save 5% on your first purchase. I'm like, it's gum. <laughs> I'm going to save 4 cents. I need this nickel, though. I need it. I'm going to need this nickel. I'll do it. I'll sign up. Because I got scratchers later tonight, and I'm going to need a nice, good nickel. And actually... You know what? A nickel's got a smooth edge on it. I'd rather have a dime or a quarter. No, smooth edge all day, dude. What are you doing? Do you even For scratch? A scratcher? Do you even do scratch? Do you even scratch? Bro, do you even scratch? Look, objectively, you scratch more than me. You're a DJ. But oh. I will stand by a quarter over a nickel on a scratcher. Fully downside, no, no. <laughs> I'm going to put a poll up on our Instagram. I'm going to take a buffalo nickel. Over a, a George Washington any day. A buffalo nickel. That probably has a serrated edge and you just don't know it. It's serrated. <laughs> it's a Cutco nickel. The nickel cuts the penny in half this well, time, guys. Dad, what do you want me to say? Denticulated edge? Fluted edge? I got words. Rivet. Riveted edge? Riveting edge. It's just <laughs> mesmerizing. Wow! <laughs> Look at the edge on that quarter! <laughs> so many details in different colors. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, let's talk about our first topic. You know what would be another awesome change to see? <laughs> They're like, we're 30 minutes in. What is he talking Your about? Your first topic, there's been six. <laughs> One included dead people. Yeah. That's uh, just the theme of, that's the overarching theme of the whole podcast. Today. I think it'd be pretty cool if change just went away after this. Just everything stayed the same forever? No. <laughs> 
metal currency. <laughs> I would be down for that. I'm not really no, man. a big fan of it. Just round up or round down, and then we'll figure it out at the end of the year. We have to file our own fucking taxes anyways. Yeah. Just hit, turn in your change, we'll melt it down, and we'll make y'all medallions. Yeah, big old medallions that say, I'm American, and guess what? This year, I did a little bit better than last year, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot to write, but, you, you know, you can It's you a can pretty big medallion. You <laughs> yeah. You could use it as a dinner plate. Yeah. But, you know, that medallion's going to be smooth as a fucking nickel. Yeah, and you won't be able to scratch it because it'll be too big. Well, you won't need scratchers anymore. Because they, they only pay you in pennies. Because it'll be digital scratchers. There's no more coins. No more coins, no more scratching. That's the scratching industry. They're trying to keep the, the nickels in, in circulation. New conspiracy update. <laughs> There's a reason why we still have coins, guys. The lottery. The lottery. They have no faith in us finding different different means to scratch. Like, oh, you think people just carry around keys and bottle openers? <laughs> you ever heard of a key fob? Oh, okay. oh, you think they have built-in scratchers on their fingers? Doubt it. No I would one, I would never want to no do that. No one wants that silver poison under their fingernails. <laughs> no, I, I've done it only like like when you're in a store and you got a gift card and you got to scratch the silver off to use the gift card or something and you're like I didn't think I'd have to do this cuz usually you scratch the silver when you pay online. What is this target? I actually did this today when I bought this. You did this today? Today when I was bought these pretzels and truly pineapple truly were drinking. Show me your fingernail. Uh it was this one. Moment of truth. There's a little bit. I see it. Yep, there's a little bit. Brian doesn't tell lies, guys. Yeah, so um, I paid with a Target gift card that I had forgotten has been in my wallet for months and months and months, and I finally remembered to use it today. What a pleasant surprise. And then it made me scratch off the little silver thing, and I was like, I don't have a quarter. <laughs> I would even use a nickel if I had it, even though it would I bet you had a nickel. barely work. I'm just kidding. Nickel's fine to scratch things off with, but... The um, it's just like, but I had to scratch it off, and I'm like, what? Here's what I imagine a nickel like. All right, here's my analogy. How do you? What do you imagine here's a nickel to be like? Here's my imagine. I picture. Here's my imagination. I was first. <laughs> <laughs> let's have it. All right, imagine you have like, uh, let's just say a little bit of sand, right? And you want to get that sand, oh, out of the way. Do you use a rake, or a <laughs> shovel? Use <laughs> a shovel. Feel me? Yeah, but also... A flathead shovel. Okay, okay, let's talk about that sand. Now let's pretend that the sand is a very, very thin layer of very, very small grained sand that's really stubborn, and your shovel has a little bit of a smooth beveled edge to it. Let's just say it's gum. I'm definitely using a quarter over a nickel to scrape gum off something. Bro, you don't get it. I know you're worried about these grooves. I know you're Brian, Mr. Leaving. Math, but I'm Brian, J- Mr. Fazix. <laughs> as long as we're both Brian. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're worried about these tiny grooves leaving microscopic amounts of silver on your scratcher, but it just doesn't happen. All it does is create, it's it's more disruptive. I want to take a poll. I do. We'll, we'll put it up. We'll put a poll up on Instagram. When you're scratching scratchers. To be clear, if I have a nickel and a quarter, I will choose the quarter, and that'll be our question. The poll actually just has to be nickel or any other fucking coin. No, let's just do nickel or quarter. No. Because I'll use a nickel over a dime. I'm voting for me. You vote however you (laughs) (laughs) want. You better vote for yourself. I vote, and I can't believe I'm saying this, for Captain Swan. Hey, speaking of uh, the lottery. Yeah. 
I played, uh, for my birthday, it was a while ago, I played pull tabs for the March first, 12th. first time in my life. Was I right? Good memory, yes. Really? Yeah. Yay. Um, I played pull tabs for the first time in my life. How'd it go? I lost all my money. You used all your money? Yeah, dude. I was like, hey, dear bank account, this is Jay. I'm writing you in regards to a new endeavor. It's called pull tabs. Endeavor. Let me explain to you. I pick cardboard, exciting-looking pictures, and I rip them up until I find that I'm allowed to rip up more pictures with the value right. in the in the before pictures. Yep. Once I run out, I will then be broke. Yep. Please send money. Sincerely, Jaybird. <laughs> My bank account wrote me back and said yep. twenty bucks, and you better you better win. You better win, brother. Nice, but you didn't win. I won like three dollars, and I just threw it back in. Yeah, that's the that's the gambling side of me. That's what you got to do. You know what? Do you enjoy gambling? Like, if you go to Vegas, are you like, let's say that you're doing fine financially, you're working, you're getting weddings done, you got a little bit of money. We go to Vegas on a fun trip. I do. Yes. You're gonna you're gonna poker it up. What are you playing? Um, I like Pie Gal. Pie Gal, I've heard is fun. I've never played it. It's fun because it lasts a while. Yeah. You can go back and forth. I really like blackjack. I've I've not played enough of. I get it. Are you disciplined or not? No. I'm incredibly disciplined at gambling. Ooh. I go in like I'm like okay I got forty bucks and whatever happens happens and then once I earn my money back, like once I earn the forty dollars that I used. So if I double my money basically, I pull the forty I started without. Put it in your shoe. And then I just, well, I just put it in my pocket. You give it to the bouncer and you say, under no circumstances, <laughs> let me have this back. I go to those lengths and then I just gamble with the rest of it until I get bored. And then I, and then you can't lose. Um, you can't lose money. So far it's worked. I've gambled a grand total, and these are going to be some staggering figures for you folks. I've gambled a grand total of $31 in Vegas. Jesus fucking Christ, big baller. I know, and I've turned it into... Seventy dollars, dude. Tell me you got a suite, a penthouse suite. So, oh yeah, after I won that first ten bucks, they hooked me up. Just bottles, 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 baby. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right, we're with Brian down here on the first floor at a five dollar buy-in table. Brian, you're winning of seventy-one dollars. What are you gonna do with it? Buy some snack factory pretzel crisps, probably. <laughs> Excellent. Well, I'll tell you what, it is an old fashioned on me. All right. Thanks. I like old fashions. Um, What's your name? Jack Tremishorn. Great name. <laughs> the only job announcing I could get is down here uh, at the Nugget, the Nugget ground floor, a bottom buy-in. It's a Tuesday. I'm not allowed to announce on Fridays. They definitely did not let me announce. Do they hire you or are you just doing this? Oh, oh, you don't know? No, I don't work here. I'm just a rich guy. I work here. That's good. Yeah, I don't have a badge. What's your dad's name? None of your business. Okay. Hey, I like those pants. Hey, are you eating my chips, dude? dude I those, just bought these with my seventy-one dollars. Flower pants. Yeah, those are cool flower pants. I was actually googling. Ladies and gentlemen, we got some pretty cool flower pants walking by. Sure, I was some googling pretty, flower pretty cool olive-colored vans on as well. I was watching a video, and there's this dude in a band, and he had purple jeans but they were like fucking covered in flowers and i was like i want flower jeans and i started googling them what about flower sweats they don't really exist for dudes like flower joggers like they exist for girls yeah but not for dudes we can make flower joggers with our logo on them i want flower jeans i want flower jeans flower stretchy jeans 
jeans. I just want to put on flower pants and be like, check it out, dude. Floral pants. Get it? Would you rather have floral jeans or tie-dye jeans? Mmm. Ooh. Both. Tie-dye one leg, floral the other. You're good at this game. Mm-hmm. The game is I win. Talk to me about the difficulties of being a creative type and working <laughs> for yourself. <laughs> Transition? Um... Yeah, we're working for myself. Uh, <laughs> what we said we were going to talk about this today because we've we've had it at the end of our topics list for like four other episodes, and I think it's something that we have a lot of thoughts on and we'd like to discuss, but we always just talk for two hours about other stuff and have never got to it. So here we are, smoothly transitioned into this topic. I think it just this exact scenario speaks for how. Um, easy it is to procrastinate on the things that you want to do creatively. Yep. Because um, it's much more fun to chat about bullshit that doesn't exist or all like play video games or re- reorganize your bathroom. Um, bullshit that doesn't exist. Yeah. You like know. you're walking along and then all of a sudden your buddy's like, oh, sh- no. And you're like, what? And he's like, I stepped in this shit. Oh, <laughs> Oh, it's bullshit. And you're like, dude, there's nothing on your shoe. Is that like, like that's what you mean? Yeah. Thank you. That's way more fun. Yeah. Um, we've talked about it f- before, the nitty gritty of doing your own shit. Um, like, for example, one of the things that you need to do as a business owner is taxes. Taxes. And I finally had to, like, do that. Yeah. That's actually, like, a good thing. That's, like, a great thing to have to do, though. That means you made enough money that you feel guilty keeping it under the table. There was no guilt. It was just, you know, fear. Okay, well, I mean, I did. I worked <laughs> last year, and I may or may not have made around two grand doing logos for people. No guilt. Did, like, three logos. I was like, this is not worth filing taxes over. I don't over. think you actually need to report it. I think it's, like, under ten grand, and you're fine. Okay, so I, I was legally... You're legally chill, dude. Objecting to something that I didn't need to. Yeah. Okay, well, either way, it's good that you are making enough to have to report it. Yeah. From my perspective, because I've never made enough in a year working for myself to have to report it. Well, and Kelsey, uh, who we'll have on the podcast eventually, yep. I was talking to her about it because her tax dude is going to be my tax dude. Nice. But I was like, I don't know what to do. Should I report it? Should I not? And she was like, well, if you plan on being in business in five years, then I think it's a good idea because let's say worst case scenario, you get audited in five years and they go back Yeah. and you didn't, then it's just going to be a, a headache when you could have easily just done it. Mm-hmm. And I said, by golly, that's fucking brilliant. So I did it. Did um, you save, did you do a good job saving money each time you got paid or how'd you do that? Uh, no, I did not save any money. Hmm. I took all the money and I said, this is mine forever. <laughs> I'm going to buy new food with it. <laughs> um, but it was cool because with the expenses, like I've been doing a really good job of tracking my miles and like all the things that I purchased, having receipts on that, anything that is related to my business. And so I went from owing like $3,500 down to like 800 Yeah. So I saved a shit bone worth of money. Nice. Um, but yeah, you know, that was something I put off until like f- fucking like down to the wire, like, Hey, stimulus check. If you want it, you got to do your taxes. And I was like, well, okay. I guess I'm going to do that. You're like, well, I owe you more than you're giving me. So no, here you go. 
Um, I saw a headline. I didn't look into it at all today, but it said a thousand dollars a month or something for everyone. Are they good doing another stimulus? Two thousand, yeah, round three, I think. Wow, it's gonna be sick, dude. Two thousand for everybody. Okay. And then like five hundred per kid, but it's for like twelve months. Well, your kid's not out yet. Well, you better have that fucking kid. Yeah, but like you made it, but you haven't dropped it yet. Make the kid drop that album. Yeah, but if you well, if you but if you just don't have a kid, but then you hear about this in theory, and then you just make one real quick. Sounds like a stupid idea. Well, how expensive is it to even have a kid? It can't cost more than another thousand dollars. Yeah, it's like I think it's like twenty five thousand on average <sighs> to birth a child. Well, we already did it. Did you? No. Well, then what the fuck are you talking about? I don't know. That's the problem. (laughs) I have a very, very, very bad memory. (laughs) So, yeah, that's uh, some creative hurdles. Another one that we were talking about and joking about earlier is, uh, like, a made-up hurdle sometimes is something that... Oh, you just think you need there's like you'll tell yourself okay i'm i'm going to i'm going to start animating my logos and take this business to the next level but i can't do that unless i get a unless i get a wacom tablet right a or cintiq like, i need a 24 inch cintiq and that's 3 grand so shoot i'm like going to have want, to wait on that i want to make my own remixes but even though i already have spent i don't know 1200 dollars on software I need to spend guy? an extra $180 on software. He rolled by. Shut up. I know, but he rolled by and he did this. It was cool. He did like the hang loose symbol at me, so I did a piece at him. You could have waited. I know, but it was a cool moment, and I thought it was worth acknowledging. I bet you everyone here thinks that, too. And they probably enjoyed the drink they drank if they're playing the drinking game where I interrupt you. I'm going to splash their drinks in your face, all of them at once. Please don't. But anyways. Turn your mic off. <laughs> So, time out. Yeah, I want to remix songs, but I need to buy this extra three hundred dollar plugin. I don't. It would just make it easier. Totally. It's like what was the analogy I used earlier? I want to start dieting, but I need to buy new <laughs> new measuring cups. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love that analogy. Yeah, it's really good. People do that same thing though. They're like, oh, I'd love true. to diet. It's a real thought process. I need running shoes. I need running shoes to run. And I don't have a scale, so I won't even be able to track my progress. So what's the point? Yeah, I'd like to get up earlier, but I don't have lights in my in my house. Yeah, the sunshine is outside of my bedroom, so how am I going to wake up? Yeah, I want to become a movie critic, but I don't know. The, I don't even know the first. I don't even know what movies even are. That's a valid excuse to. We're not going become very a movie far critic. away from the topic. <laughs> that I'm was sorry. a good reason to not become a movie critic. Though. No, no more. <laughs> what are movies? I want to. I want to critique the shit out of them. But like, what are they? Are they? Are they like bags? Are they? Do they have legs? Um. So yeah, that's a hurdle, and I think it's pretty easy to just dismiss a goal by saying I don't have all the tools. Totally. Kind of like throwing a football. Like, oh, I just, if I just had bigger hands and then yeah. just, nah, fuck it. Yeah. If I would have just committed my whole life to this skill, I'd have it. It's the only reason I don't. I mean, but, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> but, but yeah, it's like the, the idea of needing to purchase something to make yourself feel successful or to make yourself feel like you finally have the ability to do what you already have the ability to do. That, that can be tough to reconcile that, I think. Yeah. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's difficult. That's another hurdle. Another hurdle. Um, well, if you're a track athlete and you're running around the track, sometimes on the straightaways, they'll put hurdles. That's an event, though. So you usually know going choice. into it. Yeah. But more related to our topic, I would say another good one is, for me, one of the dif- biggest difficulties I had was consistency in social media. That sounded crazy. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it was. Um, but, like, there's social media consistency. I was really bad at that. Like, I would... Same. Ideally, if you're a graphic designer and you're trying to make a name for yourself to get to the point where people just are asking you for logos often enough that you don't have to reach out too much, because that's the ideal scenario for that. To make that happen, you need to have a really amazing social media presence and post things consistently. And not only that, it's the most important thing is actually interacting and engaging with the community. And it's just really hard to convince yourself that talking to other designers is going to find you logos. Yeah. But it's that's not what it is. It's just it's all about building a reputation and looking professional and like Yeah, I was so bad at that. I was bad at social media and it's so important. It is. I'm bad at it. Like yeah. I don't do any videos. My Instagram has great stuff on it. Looks really cool. Yours does. Brian Jensen Creative. Way more if you want to check it out. Mine. But um mine needs a little bit of effort. Yeah. I was just bad at being consistent as yeah, then there's no good excuse. I didn't there's nothing I could buy to make myself more use my time more responsibly. Have you found anything that has helped you even like short term, like little spurts be more consistent in that area? Yeah, I had um, a good run while I was listening to this guy, like motivational books and stuff. Like you recommended that one book. I think you and Tessa and Jimmy and probably four other people I can't remember all recommended listening to that book. Um, what's the money one? Money book. Like I'm I'm a baller at making money or whatever it's called. Oh, I'm a badass. You recommended that to me. I did. Yeah, I'm cool. a badass at making money. I'm a badass at making money was a good one because it was, was like one. I'd give that another listen. The best thing that that taught me was like it it reignited my ability to look around at the world around me and find opportunity. Totally. And that was to me the biggest thing I got out of it. Like I think it's easy to have opportunity like a, everywhere. I think it's easy to have like a scarcity mindset when you have yeah. when you see so many other people like actually succeeding. Yep. You're like, oh well, they're already doing it. Yeah. I remember, like, when I was 12, dude, I was like, oh, there's already a bunch of good 12-year-old breakdancers, so I'm not I'm not even going to try. Totally. And I think another thing is, like, so, yeah, that was successful for me. And then there was another situation where I was I actually paid to be a part of a class where a guy, like, we had live um, meetings on Facebook once a week, and he had, like, exercises for everyone to do. And it, like, it made me set goals of, like, every day – send five emails, five social media messages and five, you know, other text messages, whatever to reach out to different people. And it just makes you consistently, constantly reach out, reach out, reach out. So like the accountability to a prior commitment or somebody else. Well, for me, it was like finding businesses that need new logos and reaching out to them and offering them my help. I know, but if someone just said, Hey, do that. And then, like, you wrote that on a piece of paper. Oh, but, yeah, so being in, do in it the class, yeah. Versus, it, it, like, you paid for it. You have, like, a yeah. relationship with somebody else who has some sort totally. of invested value in you. Yep. Yeah. And I have all the videos, all of his lessons still saved, so I can go back to that if I ever find myself in a situation where I'm going full-time freelance again. Dude, Dropbox him at me. 
I should. Yeah. Yeah, they're really good. Um, I have a two gigabyte Dropbox account, though. You need to upgrade. <laughs> I know. We always talk about it. It's so mind-blowing, dude. You no. work in like a visual arts like media. I use Google Drive for everything. It's free, and it's bigger. I guess. Well, <laughs> I, I use so that, weird. and I use Why do I pay for the Apple Cloud situation for a lot of things, too? But, um, yeah. So those are some hurdles and some things that have worked a little bit for me. I think another huge hurdle for basically all creative industries, whether you're a hairstylist, a disc jockey, a graphic designer, a mashed potato sculptor, mm. whatever you may be, is trying to convince people, normies, that your great stuff is worth lots of money. Yeah. It's weird because I'm, <clears throat> I'm going to break you right there. Uh, I'm finally at this point where like, how do I say this? The market is telling me that I'm not charging enough. Like the last three or four brides are like, so that's it. That's your price. Like the very (laughs) last one I booked was a couple days ago and they were like, so you said this much? Like, is that, are you sure? I'm like, yeah. They're like, you know, you're like way below the other like four DJs that they recommended. I'm like, yeah, no. Yeah, I know. And they're like, okay, just wanted me. They hang up the phone, and you're like, fucking damn it, I, I know bitch. for sure. Well, like, there's like, you know, certain people have these rules that seem pretty fucking arbitrary, but like, you know, raise it by a hundred dollars or ten percent every three gigs you get, or like every yeah. year raise it by this much percentage. I don't know. I think like it, maybe it's just confidence. Yeah. Maybe it's just like I know what I can get away with. Like I know what I can afford. Yeah. So I'd rather no 100% sure I'm going to get the gig totally based on price and then blow their fucking mind yep for the price yep and then they're like oh yeah Jay's awesome also not three grand yeah you know? totally I think that's fair I think that I don't think it's a lack of confidence for sure I feel like it's almost it almost shows more confidence believing that you can do such a good job that you can live off charging less but um I think that it's it's not a vicious, it's a, no, it's a vicious cycle though. At least for me it was of like, cause when I was trying to just freelance and only do design work, I never really became successful at it, successful at it. There was like, I think I had a couple of months where I made enough money to sustain myself, but I was never successful for a long time at it. And one of the vicious cycles of that is, okay, I'm super broke right now and I need just any money to pay my bills. So if someone offers me $500 to do a logo for their massive business. You're like, who am I to say no to that? Exactly. Like, I I don't want to risk not getting that job. It's somewhat checking your ego. And so it's like, at the same time, if 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 they come to me and I'm like, it's $2,000. And they say no, well, then I could have had $500 and now I get none of it. And it's just like a crappy cycle because... You need to become not broke. You need to charge what it's worth. You know what? But while you're broke, it's really hard to do. So this is a little bit of a full circle on that. If both of us had consistency, we'd book more, and we'd consistently be making that minimum enough to where we could raise the prices fairly without being like, well, I wish I had $500. Yep, totally. <laughs> be like, no, I've been charging $2,000 every week now. So yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Versus, like, right now, my minimum price, that's my minimum price, right? But if someone was like, hey, based on coronavirus and everything, like, I can only do 75% of that, 
I'm gonna think really hard about that. Yeah, I'm gonna be like, oh fuck, like, like well, I'm one laid off currently. I'm doing a nice thing by cutting them a break. Yeah. Two, don't have a job currently. Three, don't know how long that's gonna last. Four, I don't know when this is gonna fucking end. There might be resurgence. Yeah, should I just do it? Yeah, you know, it's so hard. To whereas if I was like, oh, I already have like 15 weddings for 2021. Like, yep, um, hit me back when you're sure about your money. <laughs> yeah, I think that that part, that confidence. It's going to take just a little more consistency. Yeah, I think so too. And then, and if you just get on a little bit of a roll or you get towards like the end of the summer, like hopefully things calm down and you're actually doing weddings like in August this year and stuff like that, then. That's like where all my weddings are now. I know. That's why I said it. Like June canceled, rescheduled, July rescheduled. The, there's another one at the end of July. I don't know. Yeah. It's scary. They're like all in August and September right now. And I'm like. But if you can string a few together and then like have some money in the bank, then it'll be easier to start to be like, yes, rely on your own consistency. And yeah, but yeah, 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 yeah. So those are some hurdles. Those Those are are some hurdles. hurdles. The biggest one for sure is just putting the time in every day for me. Like there are in your yours. It doesn't seem and I could be wrong. It doesn't seem like there's four hours of work you can do every single day to be way better at, at being a wedding DJ. I might be wrong about that, but I can be doing logos. I have like, t- I sell t-shirt designs on Redbubble and stuff. If I add a new design every day, eventually I'm going to have a thousand t-shirt designs and only about 10% of your designs actually sell well on those types of websites when you're a designer. So that I have a hundred things selling consistently. Now I have passive income coming in like, a thousand bucks a month consistently without lifting another finger. Well, like, so for me, it was just not using my time to like keep the momentum and keep building and building and building. That really isn't, I guess that's there for DJs. Yeah. Especially right now. I mean, it's not directly correlated with like passive the way yours would be, but like, Mm -hmm. I mean, so many DJs are live streamers. That's all DJs are. Every DJ right now is a bedroom DJ. Yeah. And if you're DJing and you're not live streaming, then you're just missing out on opportunity. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, whether it's practice or exposure or marketing, or if you make a remix and you want to put it on and see if you can get some more views or mm-hmm. even people buy it, like that's the four hours a day worth of shit that I'm not doing. Totally. I'm failing. Oh no. So if you have a kid, we're just getting vulnerable right now, guys. We're getting vulnerable, taking off our shoes. If your kid is uh, wants to be a DJ and they're 18, are you going to tell them to like go to DJ college? No. What are you going to tell them to do? I'm going to say you're too late, dude. There's already so many 18-year-olds. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, you can't. Uh, well, I would say prove it. Right. Put in the time. Say, well, well you mean prove it. Like, well, do you want to be a DJ? What do you want to... Why? Yeah. Tell me. Yeah. What do you want to do? I just want to play music. I need this one thing. Oh, so you did some research. Okay, cool. I can respect that. Yeah. But they're like, I don't know. How do I do it? That's the thing, too. Then either my it's kid's like... absolutely stupid, mm-hmm. which highly doubtful. Yeah, not likely. Or they're just lazy. Yeah. And it's easy to have like a, a pie in the sky dream and be lazy. I've had many of those. I've yeah. lived that life. Yeah. Um, but the problem is we're both optimists. And when you're an optimist, you never give up on your pie in the sky dreams. You just think, well, it's not right now. 
<laughs> That's true. Yeah. Oh, we're cursed. Yeah. Like, do I live in a $2 million treehouse? Well, not yet. <laughs> not yet. Yeah. Someday. Um, Brian, you're 31 and you don't own a house yet. Yeah. My first house will fund my treehouse. Are, are you stupid? What? I live till I'm 100. I got 70 more years to get a treehouse. Tell me I can't get a treehouse in 70 years. Dare you to tell me that. Dare you to tell me. Dare you to tell me if I didn't drop everything right now and pour it in that treehouse, I couldn't have it in 20 years. 10. They're, they're like, okay, cool, do it. And you're like, I will. Just give me 10 years. Mm-hmm. And then in eight years, I'll remember what I said. <laughs> and I'll have two years to make it happen. And they'll be like, well, you said 10 years. They'll be like, I said 10 years to start. I started two years ago. <laughs> Being a professional procrastinator and an optimist is a, is a these resonate. It's a tough time. It's kind of a weird thing. It's a good way to stay positive though, because a lot of if you're not an optimist and you're like constantly struggling with things like making money, that's tough because you're not thinking like my whole life. I, I've I've spent a good chunk of my post college adulthood up here in Seattle working for lame minimum wage retail type jobs. And the whole time, I just thought, I'll be fine. I'll figure it out. Yeah. Like, I never had, like, a doubt. Yeah. I think it's only been, like, the last three years where, where I've been, like, truly frustrated at just the stability. Like, yeah. going from having, like, okay, I got hours. I have the time I need. I have the money I need. And then, like, something changes. And so I have to adjust. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, I don't have the money anymore. I have the time, not the money. Okay, now I got the, I got the money. No time. Yep. Okay. Let, oh, we're back. We're stable. Boom. Something else happens. <laughs> yeah. Just been like kind of frustrating. Okay. Doing good. Couple of jobs. But I'm like the whole happy. time, it's just like, you know, a little bit of. Oh, the first worldwide pandemic in the last hundred years. Someone ribs you and you're like, okay, this sucks a little pee pee. I'm going to cry a little bit. Call my mom. Yeah. And then, uh, well, shake it off. Look at the silver lining and say, let's get it, baby. Let's get it, baby. Let's get it, baby. Let's get it, baby. Oh, baby, baby. Let's get it. We're going. So those are some of the struggles and hurdles of creative life. I'd, we'd love to hear your guys' thoughts. Reach out to us on Instagram. We'll talk to you. Um, oh, dude, I totally fucking spaced. And mom, I'm so, so sorry. Uh-oh. We talked about we talked about uh, birthday songs. Yeah. If you want a birthday song, I'll make one. Yeah. My mom was the only one to reach out and say, hey, I want a birthday song. Oh, she asked for a birthday song? And she had a birthday on the 16th, and I fucking totally forgot. You didn't make her birthday song? I didn't make a birthday song. Well, here's your chance. Oh, no. It's got to be a real one. Oh, you want to, like, make a song? Well, don't tell anybody, but I'm making a Mother's Day song. <gasps> yeah. Whatever that is, that is going to be cool. Dude, you don't even know about Mother's Day, dude. Mother's Day. So here's the thing. Once a year, the people get together. disappear. And they say, let's have brunch. And go to the horse races. Why is the horse races a Mother's Day thing, by the way? I've done it for Mother's and Father's Day, and I gotta say, I love it. I like it until but, but I, I realize I don't know what it is about it. Though. I don't support the whole sport anymore. I just, you know, a lot of research into that area is not very comfortable. But it is fun. It's a nice white person time. They don't feed those little people very much at all, do they? They don't. They say, "Get over here, Gerard," and he's like, "My name's Gary." It's like, well, you look like a Gerard. Hop on that horse. We're not putting Gary in the program. You short little twig. Yeah. He says, I prefer. And it's the horse (laughs) talking to him the whole time. The (laughs) The horse is the one yelling at him. Yeah. (laughs) The whole horse racing industry is so fucked for people. Horses have it good. (laughs) They're good. They're kind of mean, but they're happy. They're millionaires. They're eating 
luxury juicy carrots. Oh, I forgot. I gambled at horse racing. I once went for Father's Day, and uh, I brought 20 bucks with me, and I left with 212 You hear that, IRS? Not only did he not report the $2,000, he didn't report his winnings at the Downs. Eight years ago, approximately. All right. I think that's outside of the statute of limitations. Sick. Hella sick, dude. Sick. Hella fucking fresh. It looked cooler than it sounded. (laughs) (laughs) I did the finger snap thing that bros do. Um, He said we're taking our shoes off, and then I just did. Yeah. It was a metaphor. But I liked the idea, so I did it. Nice. Nice. Yep. Yeah. Um, so. What uh, else is going on in your life, Daddy? Transition. Daddy, 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 Daddy. The next topic. Big boy. Big brain, Daddy. Survival of the fittest in the woods. Fittest or smartest? Survival of us as we are in the woods. I like the definition of survival of the fittest, not necessarily meaning fitness, but like fittest for the context, which is surviving. Yep. Which means sometimes brains. Sometimes it means being so fucking scared you, know what you it, don't hop out in front of a cougar. You know what you don't need to do is long division. That's not going to help me. So no. we're going to talk ab- about sur- lost in the surviving woods. in the woods and see how well we think me and Jay could do. Uh, who could last longer? What skills we have that would help us? I think everyone would vote you. Why? Because I'm a little baby. You like camping more than me. But I'm allergic to it's everything. good start. Okay. <laughs> The plants would kill you. I don't know where north is. The moss is on whatever side of the tree I'm sneezing on. So you would die from the plants, <laughs> and I would die of hunger because I refuse to eat the animals around me. Oh, you'd eat animals. Okay, if it, yeah, in that situation. If you were surviving, you were not yeah. stupid. Yeah. I'd lure them into my traps. Does that mean that you shouldn't be vegan? Because you would? No. Okay, let's not get into that. No, it doesn't. Because currently I live in a planet surrounded by good meat substitutes, and then I don't need to eat meat to be happy or healthy. Mm, so I disagree. But if I'm but if I'm in the forest, and I don't have a store, then I have to eat the forest and the animals. But I guess depending on your level of expertise in the vegan I world, I don't know what I could even. Kill you might and be able eat. to identify plants that I might not be able to identify as edible. I couldn't. That's why I said depending on your level. We're of expertise. both very not fit for survival in the woods. I think. But I don't. That should make it fun. I don't know how to track an animal at all. Me neither. I'd be like, oh, there's a poop. Let's l- keep your ears open. Let's take this animal by animal. animal Let's start animal. with fish. All right, fish poop. You, you're gonna, I don't know you're how you're going to be able to catch poop. a fish. You ever seen a fish poop in a river? Yes. I've never caught fish poop. Never seen it. Never squished it. I've never se- No, I've never seen it in a river. I've seen it in a fish tank. Well, da- damn it, Brian. <laughs> Is that not the same? That's like asking someone if they they saw you, you sneeze going, going down the freeway out the car. Yeah. And you couldn't see it. No. But they did see you sneeze in so front of a sunset in your bedroom because the sun was going right through it. That's the same. That's a great analogy. So could you catch a fish? <laughs> I could catch a fish, yes. You think you could? I understand the principles of fish catching. What would be your technique? Uh, I'd find twine. Mm-hmm. And then... You'd find twine I'd in the find forest. Twine. <laughs> I'd say... Well, yeah, we'll say you have, your, you have a shoelace. Yeah, twiny, twiny, twine. Yeah, twiny... <laughs> 2020. And then a little ball of twine off into the distance of the forest would kind of stop what it was doing and go, <gasps> and it kind of roll over to us. And what I'd be is like, that? I hear. What is that that I'd I hear? say? You got to do the mating call. 
She sounds beautiful. Boom! And then I shoot it. Oh, no. Because I'm always packing, dude. I always got that thing on me. Um, cash cool. in So fish. you've so far skeeted on twine. All right. So let's say I don't have twine. Okay. Uh, depending on... You have on, a shoelace. I have a shoelace. Yep. I don't think it would matter. I like the fish, tacking, fish catching technique of building a little basket. Uh-huh. And then building like a little... Like a channel uh-huh. out of rocks, and so they just kind of swim in there in accident, and they can't get out. That's a great technique. I guess I'd use a shoelace to tie the basket. There you go. They swim in. And I go. Ooh, I found a fish. I'm pretty cocky about what I think I can do, and so I I feel like my first attempt to catch a fish would just be standing in shallow waters trying to grab. And oh, I'd, yeah. I'd probably give that a couple hours minimum before I get That's the that. optimist in both of us. Yeah. I'd stand there right with you. Yeah. I would, <laughs> we I'd would be like, try for hours. I think the biggest thing that I would have, I've thought about this before, like when Lost was out, I was like, what role would I play mm-hmm. in like the Survivor Island? I think I'd Same, be- Same, I've had that thought. Maybe not the leader, but definitely the cheerleader. Yeah. Like somebody who's like very with the movement, get everybody together, yep. keeping everybody light spirited. Yeah, the glue guy. Addressing concerns, maybe yep. emceeing the event. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be making logos for each person. All right, doing... we're going to take this moment to take a bathroom break. Lauren, you got to go way the fuck over there because you're the only one with a vagina. All right, we're all going to piss right here. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so fish catching, we both think we could catch fish. Yep. That's a good start. I think it's a great start because, one, here's the thing. If you're lost in the woods, one yep. of the best things to do is yep. find a river, find the water, yep. and follow it. Yep. So, Because water is not going to go in a circle. It's going to go to a place. I mean, technically water circles because it goes down into the ocean, then up into the sky, and then back to the mountain, and then down in the ocean, then up in the sky. It's, it's a, a cycle. Big enough circle to save yourself, though. Yeah. Like, yeah. I could follow it up into the clouds, over the mountain. I've heard it's so easy to just get fully lost if you're, like, truly in the middle of a huge forest or something. Yeah. That it's, like, really easy to walk in circles. And, like, you think it wouldn't be. You'd think, I just won't walk that way again. But I've heard that that's but not like, the case. But, like, even, like, a one-mile circle, I don't think people realize they're walking in a circle totally because like let's say you like okay there's like a weird tree and a jut and a cliff i gotta go around it and you go around it a little too far yeah and you you're heading that way for a while and you're like oh look at that thing i'm going up over there and then you come down the ravine and then you're right back where you were totally Uh oh baguette oh oh no that's why i follow the ream the ream streams dude yeah so following a stream is good i think that we'd both be able to know like where it's okay to drink that stream water right you drink upstream not down Mm-hmm. Um, what about what um, about catching um wild boar? A wild boar. How you how you catching a wild boar? I'm taunting it. You're taunting a wild boar. I'm gonna have him charge me. Yep. And then like I said, Spear. I'm always packing. <laughs> I got that hollow point forty cow. Yep. And I'm gonna take a couple Adderall and crush them up in my teeth so I'm very focused. <laughs> and I just run at me, I'm gonna slow mo. <laughs> I'm going to miss the first shot. Right. Practice shot. Scare him a little bit. Uh-huh. But boars are crazy, dude. Yeah. They'll just keep going. So he's running at me. Tusks out. Full of moss. He's a gross, gross oh, boar. We don't even want to eat this he's one. been around a while. Yeah. We don't even want to eat this one. I just Second shot. It. I don't even need to cock it. I, I close both eyes and I say, Kobe. And then boom. Right in his fucking neck. Clam. Then we take his bladder. And we spray it all over us. This attracts other boars. 
We might have ruined the first boar, but we will get the next nine. We don't want to eat that gross mossy boar anyways. No, he was eating dirt and poop, and he looked kind of crazy. The yeah. thing is, we're already worms in his ears. We prefer to dine on royalty. Anyway, I'm not a hunter, never hunted, but I know that there's something with piss. So we got to capture piss Yep. and get it. Deer? I doubt we're going to catch a deer. No, we're not catching it. We deer. might fuck up and find like a baby. Are you gonna deer? make a spear? I'm making a spear for self defense and for hunting. Yeah, it's um, a, a spear slash walking stick. Yeah, I'm definitely making a one of those. That's easy. I I'm definitely turning my shirt into a bandana. I'm cracking my phone in half. I will say, since I was younger and I figured out how to do that, that was probably my like I could not wait until I was stranded on an island to flip my shirt up almost off my body, but inside out. And then take the t-shirt arms and wrap them behind my head and tie it and then flip the body in so I have a cool bandana for the island. Hopefully you're wearing a long sleeve when, when that happens. That was an incredible noise. <laughs> was, that, was that a burp? It was inside me. That was crazy. <laughs> I'm not editing that one out. Um, yeah. So I'm making a spear. I'm making a... I think I'd be good at making a home. Like... I think I'd be good at because I love to build things. And what do we I, land? I have with? a good engineering mind. What do we land with? Whatever's normally in your pockets. I got keys. Yep. Your gun. AirPods. <laughs> you don't get your gun. Uh, we yep. AirPods, keys, phone, wallet. Do hat. you think an AirPod could work as a needle for a compass? Like you put it on a leaf and let it float, and it points north. Nope. I'm not willing to say a hundred percent no. But most percent, no. How do you make a compass without a needle? Do you just take a twig? No. It's got to be metal, right? Yeah. It's got to have poles. Yeah. Take the wire out of your bra, <laughs> you bitch. <laughs> I actually have metal in my wallet, so I have a little bit of metal that I could use for my wallet. I think that might work. I think we got a compass. If we can find north in a river. Yep. Then we can go to that river. And Here's the thing. Catch fish. Are we... But I'm going to be able to make a cool place. Are we vague? Do we have any idea where we are? Or do we like... None at all. D.B. Cooper jump out of a plane? We think we're in the Olympics. Less idea than even D.B. Cooper. So we wake up no like... No clue. We wake up like uh, the movie The Hunt. Yeah, sure. You know that movie? just came out. I haven't seen it yet. Oh, bruh, bruh. Is it good? It's pretty cool. Nice. But like part of it is they think that they're in America and they're not. Oh, cool. Is so that like a spoiler? No, not at all. Okay, cool. It's the very beginning. Nice. Um, so like you wake up in your woods and you're like, this looks like Washington, but actually you're in like Yugoslavia. Oh. So like, I yeah. don't know the landscape there at all. Yeah. That's what it is. We're, okay. com- we have no idea where we are. So if I'm going, cause like if I'm in the Olympics and I find a river, I'm like, okay, the, there's lakes that I know. Yeah. Soon. Yeah. But if I'm in Yugoslavia, uh, yeah, you don't know where you are. So you might see a river and think this'll take me to Olympia. <laughs> <laughs> I can smell Olympia. Um, I can hear people. Yeah. So, so yeah, you won't know, but you, we have to get through, let's say we have to survive for a month. Can it be summer? Yeah. We'll say it's summer. Yeah. Um, we have to survive for a month. Full month in the woods? Full month in the woods. Shia LaBeouf in it? Again, I'm going to go back to this. I could build a great place. I could get the I've sticks. I've watched so many of those time together. Survivor Man. What are those videos called? I could called? use mud and sticks and build some. Or I would probably find, a, I'd try to find a cave or like something that was already partly blocked off in a couple directions and then use that to start. I used to watch, I used to fall asleep to videos of that dude who would like. Bear grills? No, no. He's just like, 
it's like a time lapse video kind of, but he's like in the middle of the woods with just like. Okay, talking about that guy that makes that perfect mud house in the woods. He does a lot of these videos. Yeah. yeah and he'll make like a chimney. Yeah. And then like make bricks. I've seen this guy. And then like build a brick house out of this chimney that he made. <laughs> so I feel like I'm with you there. Yeah. I think I know enough about how to create a mud brick. Yeah. To where we could build shelter. We could build a shelter. With a roof. Yeah. And then I know, I've watched these other guys in like the Middle East somewhere. Mm-hmm. And they make like cool slides and like underground pools we can make a pool okay <laughs> <laughs> we, we just catch fish and make pools dude we can make a pool we can make a pool um that'd be fun i'd like to have a pool although if we're we could catch more fish than we need and take them home put them in the pool to this, keep them happy and healthy for a minute this that makes me feel like i should long. learn more about like flora and fauna see that's a part I, I have no idea what so i could be like okay eat. This type of dandelion does not grow on the East Coast at all. So we're either in the West Coast or another country. I don't know. That would narrow it down a tiny bit. Just a little. More but then I could find other. Than none. I'd yep. be like, oh, is that a blue jay or is that a Stellar's jay? It's summer. Yep. So a Stellar's jay is going to have this migration pattern. <laughs> You're talking about being like some crazy nature expert. That <laughs> would just completely solve all of our problems. I'm not saying a crazy nature expert, but like little bits of, like Diana, for example. But if you have enough facts like that to narrow down where you are on the planet, that's a that's a pretty high level of expertise. Even if it was just birds, though. Like, she's such a bird nerd that she could probably be like, okay, research the catalog of birds and be like, okay, what month is it? Here's the birds that are migrating. And, oh, if that's one of them, then I have a good idea of where we are. Yeah. Anywhere from Utah to the Yukon. I guess I can already do that. So if I was, if I was like, if I wake up and I'm on a snowbank and a penguin runs by, you I know, know I'm not in Washington. Probably San Diego. I'm probably, <laughs> I know that I'm somewhere very north or very south. I don't, what, I don't think penguins are south, are they? Aren't there penguins in Antarctica? I thought there were only penguins on one pole. Am I wrong? No, I think you're right, but I don't know which pole it is. The one pole. We'll have to ask a runner. I need a one pull. Someone running by. So, um, so excuse me, miss. <laughs> Sorry, because <laughs> that's what everyone wants is to be <laughs> shouted at by random losers. We're podcasting. Um, I could so like there are some like if I see a moose, I'm thinking near Minnesota. No, dude, we have moose here. We'll see, man. I'm not good at this. <laughs> I've seen a moose. So I don't know what plants I can eat. I don't know. I know sort of by trees, like where I'm not. I know what poison ivy looks like. That's good. I learned that for some reason well enough to remember. Yep. And stinging nettle. Because that shit sucks. You know what both those look like? That felon stinging nettle. That sounds terrible. Hands first. Oh. In third grade. Hands first? A fifth grader pushed me down a hill. Is that why they stunted the growth of your hands? Yeah. Look at these tiny hands. (laughs) Little baby hands. Um, I can't eat the Whopper. <laughs> I can't hold it. Uh, yeah, so I'm not going to even know what I'm... I, I'm going to have to eat almost exclusively animals because I know that I can eat an animal. Well, like dandelions, you can eat the leaves. You can? You can eat the leaves of dandelions. You're coming out on top so far. You know more about this than me. I might know more about it than you. Yeah. Um, How many survival books do you own? None. I have two. Actually, no, I have one. I have two. I have one, but mine's based on the movie Avatar. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
So maybe not super helpful for our planet. Don't eat the glowing flying worms. Right. Eat the slithering green ones. Right. But quickly. Eat them quickly. Otherwise they turn into sparkles. <laughs> if you don't eat them within 10 seconds of their death, they will sparkle out your nose and you'll die. And you must do this prayer. Otherwise, Ewa I see you. will never accept you. Exactly. Um... How'd your shoe come untied? Dude, we're, I don't know. He's, we're sitting still, and he's tying his shoe now, and I don't know how it came untied from sitting still podcasting. Dude, it's the cemetery, dude. There's fucked up shit going Ghost on. laces. Another internal burp. Dude, I'm telling you. This is weird. It's a ghost burp. It is getting kind of... If a burp could be a ghost, that was it. That's true. Yeah. Um, yeah, the sun is thinking about leaving you us, You know what's weird? Though. Is I can't take a pee break. Nope. No pee breaks. No options for that. No. I mean, I could, really. but I might go to jail. Yeah. I mean, there's a person walking by every minute or so. What if I just laid down on my belly? But just, just, just like... Wean around a little bit uh-huh. and just peed into the grass. It would probably work. <laughs> I just get up and there's piss all over me. <laughs> <laughs> I get up. I'm like, okay, it didn't work. You're like, yeah, your wiener's out and you're covered in piss. <laughs> <laughs> You could have at least put your wiener back away. <laughs> yeah. There's a beetle on your penis. I had a tick on my balls once. A tick? Yep. Oh, my God. So I'll tell this story, I guess. Yeah, fucking let's get into it, dude. <laughs> so when I was in, f- I want to say first grade, I um, I noticed a pain, <laughs> a little bit of a sharp, annoying, nagging pain that had been bugging me for days. Just growing pains, buddy. I didn't know what it was. I was a little kid. I was like, oh, man, I guess that just hurts now. I guess I just have an ouchie. This is my new normal. So I tried to just like let it go away and it wouldn't go away. And then one day I was at school and I went to the urinal to pee and it was hurting worse than normal. And so I like, I looked and the pain was coming from behind my balls. Oh, the taint. Yes. Classic. Not quite the taint, but very near. And so I was. I checked it out. There's I, nothing between the balls and the asshole except for the And let me taint. tell you, that's a hard region to get a look at. But um, especially when you don't have like a lot of loose taint skin as a young kid, right? Or a mirror. And so, <laughs> so I, I figured it out. I got a look at it, and I saw a shiny black dot on 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 me, mostly in me. Oh God! And I was like, oh, that's a tick. That's not good. And I tried to pick it off, which is, it was, people have probably turned the podcast off right now. This I, is giving, <laughs> I tried definitely to, heebie-jeebies I tried sitting to, in the grass over here. I tried, I know. <laughs> I tried to pick it off, uh, and that was not going to happen because it, it was burrowed. And so um, I went to the principal's, or like the front desk office and told the ladies there, I was like, hey, so... Um, I think I need to call my mom because I think I need to go to the hospital. They're like, why? Yeah, what What do you mean? <laughs> like, just, why does this kid that seems fine just want to go to the hospital? And I was like, I have a tick on my balls. <laughs> and these women were like, oh, oh my God. Just panicking because a seven-year-old is talking about his balls in front of them. And so they called, like, a male teacher over. And um, he was like, so what's going on? And I was like, I have a tick on my balls. And he was like, I'll take your word for it. Uh, so they called my mom and she picked me Dude up. Dude knows how to not get in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> so 
uh, I got picked up by my mom. We went straight to the hospital and I uh, waited and the doctor came in and he took a gander and he said, you know what? You're absolutely right. You have a tick burrowing into your balls. It looks like it's been there a while. I was like, it's been hurting for a few days at least. And he's like, wow. Normally people pay attention sooner than that. <laughs> and like, so yeah, long story short, he uh, took care of it with some tweezers of some kind and I was bleeding a little bit. And he said, now I've seen a tick everywhere. <laughs> Dude, how, how fortunate are you that you didn't like... A little closer to the mic for us. Get Lyme disease. Pretty fortunate, I guess. Yeah. I never thought about that. Like, fuck. Yeah. When you were over in... Probably built up immunity Midwest to it area? because of this tick. Yeah, I was living in... I was in Minnesota at this time. Yeah, dude. And I lived in Minnesota, Wisconsin, and Illinois. Damn. Lime free since 93, baby. Hey. Like, I think that's when the tick happened. That worked out really nice, nicely. Nice, dude. Yeah. Lime free since 93. Yeah. Good job. Uh, that also suggests I had it before then, which I don't think I did. Ugh, ticks. Yeah, so so that's my tick story for y'all. And uh, I don't have a tick story. I think that I'm immune to them now. Uh, I mean, if we start hunting in the forest, you're not. Oh no, they would, they would, they would get in there, and they'd be like, "Oh, he's already, <laughs> he's already been, he's already been ticked. Can't tick this guy again." But we can tack them. Ticks are like chicken pox. You can't get them again. Once you tick, you can tack. Right? Only tacks. Are there tacks in these woods? You better not be taxed in these woods. It's kind of cool. You can't get taxed in the woods. Nope, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> only ticks. Yeah, only ticks. If it's ticks or tacks, I choose ticks. I'm dying. I'm dying. <laughs> Help. Help me. Fix your eyes. You look gross. Help me. Only ticks. You look gross. I'm All I know is ticks. I'm not helping you. You look gross. How about now? That's better. I'll help you. Only ticks. <laughs> so uh, are we surviving in the forest or what? This month? Are we going to make it? One full month? One I full month. I think we could. I think I, we could. I know for it sure. It would be fucking brutal, though. I know 100% sure. We'd both lose a lot of weight. We'd be very emaciated. Yes. We'd barely eat. Probably very thirsty. Yeah. What do you think we would for sure end up eating? Fish for sure. Fish for sure. Because in this scenario, we're fighting a river. I think I'd catch rodents. You think we'd catch some rodents? Yeah. I know how to make a snare trap. Okay. See, I don't know how to make a snare I'm, I'm sure I could. I think I've never done it, but I actually probably would know how like to. Like if we found like a piece of. Very simple thing so like to Let's make. say we catch a fish. Yeah. And then we got a little bit of its eyeball, right? Well, we've got a fish basket and that can be our rodent catching basket too. We, well, that's a little different, but sure. I guess I don't know how to make a snare at all, but I do know how to make a rodent-catching basket. Dude, there's so many mosquitoes, I'd hate it. Help. There's like one mosquito around us right now, and Jay's is bothered by it. And we're talking about surviving in the forest for a month. Fucking ticks, <laughs> mosquitoes. I don't like this. That bird will be there. How many oh times God. do you think you'd cry? Mm, once or twice, tops. Yeah. Yeah, I'd probably give it... I don't think I'd cry for the first day. I think you'd have to console me. Maybe about day three. I think the first time I'd cry, you'd step up and you'd be like, it's going to be fine. And then you'd cry and I'd be like, dude, it's fine. We got this. Yeah, I think that's what would happen. And then maybe like 14 to 20 days in, we'd both cry together. Yeah. That's something very frustrating. Yeah. Like we lost a big fish. Yeah, we'd lose like like a, that, that boar's family would come back and eat all of our food. 
The worst thing would be to get fucking injured. And they would take the bladder back that we worked hard for. Like, we're like, we can go down this ravine or we can go all the way around. Dude, it's probably a mile around. And then one of us slips and falls to my and cousin. the ankle snaps. And then we're like, oh, my God, we don't have Verizon. <laughs> <laughs> my cousin went to, like, a survival forest man class. And he was supposed to be in the woods for a long time with some other people taking this class. And, like, day one or two, he jumped a ravine and, like, broke his ankle. <laughs> Oh my god! So he had to go home. I actively see like six mosquitoes. Yeah. Can we leave now? Because of six mosquitoes? Yeah, dude. I don't want to get bit. Fuck that. You should have wore socks, Brian. <laughs> I'm not acclimated to summer yet. Okay, fine. We can go. But first, let's talk about how we think we would do in the for in the forest. I think we do. I think we'd live. I think we I think we'd live too. You can go stronger than ever. You can go almost a month with no food and live. We would need definitely water though. Yeah, which we would we would have a river, so we've got water. If if we focused on finding water. Yeah. So we've got water, we're making it, we're surviving. We're eating fish. And mo- you say that I think mostly fish. I don't see myself eating too much other stuff. If we can catch some other animal, then that's fine. If we can we cu- even cut up the fish we caught though? Can we start a fire? That's what we should try to talk about that. Well, if we if we land with what's in our pockets, yeah, like we could use our phone batteries to make a fire, <laughs> to make one big toxic fire. No, you take your you use it. You puncture the battery and it starts spewing sparks. Uh huh. And you use tinder and then you get that and then you get that going on a torch, and you keep that torch lit for fucking ever. Yeah. Never let it go out. Never let it go out. Light more fires with it. Set the fucking forest on fire. I think I've watched enough Survivor that I could start a fire with sticks and stuff. Like, I've seen what works and what doesn't work for them. I know what Tom Hanks would do. Do you know what Brian Boitano would do? (laughs) (laughs) Just saying the word fuck a lot. That's me shimmying, shimmying. He was twisting a stick into the ground. Yeah, into another piece of you wood. You should take a picture of us before it gets too dark. Okay. While we're podcasting. Do it. <laughs> Hello! He's still here. He's, he's on his phone right now. We're doing a live photograph of this very moment. <sighs> I don't take my hood off. It looks weird with my hood on. Now I look cool. We're camp boys with soldiers. <laughs> Amazing. Cool. Well, thanks for listening to everybody to our podcast next to the cemetery. Yeah. Um, who knows where we'll be next week? Tell you what, it won't be my house. It might be. Because we're still stuck at home. Might be the Target parking lot. It might be the Target parking lot. But no, there's probably way less mosquitoes and forest items there. Mm. Fescue, if you will. Next, we'll talk about the apocalypse and how we'd survive in the city. Ooh, city apocalypse. Coming no. next week. Now we're talking. Uh, I would do amazing because I like to build things, and I think I could build my way out of anything. I think I could build a sky bridge and I build a tower to the moon. I think I'd be pretty run. good at scavenging. Let's talk about it, though. Run to the we'll moon. Save this topic. Savor the flavor, baby. All right, I love you. Tell your mom and your dad hello, or your sister, or your friends, or just if you're if you're home alone, just. Look in the mirror and say, I love you. Tell your fish that there is no more bigger world than what they see. They'll feel better after.